This is Scott Pilgrim vs. The Minute 15. Welcome to the Scott Pilgrim vs. the Minute podcast, the show where we review and analyze the movie Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, one minute at a time. I'm Brian Mission, and he has men dying at his feet, Dave Castile. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. <laughs> and he has some battle scars, dude. Sam Brown. Gonna show you. <laughs> show me your battle scars. So we pick up uh, minute uh, 14 to 15 here with... Uh, 15th minute with uh, the diagonal split screen. It's kind of like off-center diagonal split screen of Scott and Ramona and the words and then in Scott's frame. Before we get into this, man, I know we wanted to talk about just how these minutes have been lining up. This one, again, starts at a nice starting point. I've been pretty happy with all the minutes to date. They've been very generous to us. Right. <laughs> we haven't had to figure out, uh, you know, where... Where do we end in this line? Or, you know, Sam, who for some reason is completely out of sync with the minutes as, that we are. <laughs> so we've had to kind of uh, make sure we match up well. But this one starts at, again, at a great spot because the last scene ends with with Scott, you know, leaving Ramona. And that's Shuffling it. away, yeah. But then we get a real comic booky feel scene. And I'm, I'm guessing, and we'll get, I guess, from Sam in a bit, if this relates... Uh, fairly well or translates very well from the text we well get... so i'll put this up there for you guys mm -hmm. uh, that scene where it's like uh mm -hmm. and then he uh stalked her until she left the party even like the sign on the bathroom door. it says bathroom yeah that's bathroom. awesome yeah. yeah just like it does in the film so there, there's that but things change a bit like it's still him doing these things but doing these things uh, but the, the but, I, a little different. but I love each framed shot has some of the words. So it's like, and then is from the split screen. And then it goes to, he stalked her where you see Until, her kind of walking yeah. in the background. And while Scott is like holding this chest of this very large man, you know, next to that man's friend in leather. I know I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, doing my... no, yeah, but, but it's really, you could see these like two hiding guys behind him as if he were a wall, but he's actually up against a, a, a man much taller than he is. Right. And right. happens to have his hands on his pectorals. And, yeah, it's, uh... and, and the, and the expression on those two guys faces, just like looking at him is like, he's not worth our trouble to beat him senseless right now, but what the hell is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it gets to the next frame shot was until she and Scott's like hiding behind the railings on the stairs as she's walking up the stairs. It's always something where she's, you know, in the background or foreground and he's in the opposite. And then uh then the word left on the screen where Ramona's in line for the bathroom with the taped up sign that says bathroom. And Scott kinda like pokes his head in from the back of the line just to make sure she's there. And then finally uh it says the party on the screen. So and then he stalked her until she left the party is what gets said, just as Sam said kind of details out in the book. But we see Ramona walking out of the front door with Scott watching from afar. That alone would have been plenty for this minute because it was so much fun, that whole little sequence. Yeah. And it's just been great, uh, again, up until this, this point in the movie so far, especially with each minute, that we just get different 
scenes are just all different. There's different filming techniques, different ways of presenting the story, and, and, and there's so much difference in it that it just keeps you interested because it's it doesn't get into a lull of, we're just going to tell the movie this one way, and you start to get you know almost blind to it or you, you don't even notice it anymore. You know, it's like every scene is going to give you a different way of presenting the material, and I, it definitely keeps you interested. Yeah, I think what's really interesting to me is, as we were talking about the timing that we've had minute to minute, mm -hmm. is it, it feels like when they were editing this, they consciously kept the pace at a minute. Like, mm -hmm. things are happening in this time period, scene change. Things happen in this time period, scene change. And that scene change timing is like, exactly one minute it's it's like you know where a comedy has to as a joke every so many right seconds or something in order to keep the pace going and keep people interested it feels like the same sort of thing like that was a conscious pacing decision when they put this together yeah and it's 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 been great for us to do this because we like i said before i feel like i've been watching this movie for hours and i'm only 15 minutes in uh just because there's so much going on in these shots and so much to analyze and look at Dave, any thoughts on that? So, so it'll be this, and I don't, I don't know if this means anything. Mm -hmm, Going sure. back to the last minute, we talked about the the light switch, and next to the light switch, there were the two balloons, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. That same thing actually happens in this one. You had talked about the guy that he was hiding up against, and the other guy in the leather jacket. Mm -hmm. Between them, on the wall, is a picture of. Actually, it's a it's like one of those pictures that has two frames in it, mm -hmm. and inside of that, there is like two weird gray blobs with some bizarre characters in them. Any there's any significance to that? I have no idea. I really don't know. Oh, I'd have to go back and look at that. I, was, um, yeah. I don't know if I can, if I can send you a screenshot of back. this or not. Um, it, it's like, as, as it has the words, he stalked her and he's got his hand up on that guy. Yeah. Um, look, can you see it? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just kind of the, that thing I just happened to catch, sure. and we had we talked about those weird balloons in the last one and their significance, but we just, we actually see it again in this one. It I looks think. like uh, the one on the left looks like, like Indian characters or something, like because it's uh, like a woman in a sari holding stuff in her head, or mm -hmm. but the, but the 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 things they're in look like uh, look like the little gray balloons. <laughs> They look like what a scrotum? scrotum yeah no i kind of thought the same thing i wasn't sure if we were child friendly or not um <laughs> we're not we're not now <laughs> okay so. um all right no i i but it yeah, any significance that. to that weird dual gray scrotum well, it's, like they were in the last one <laughs> it's weird because it's like two pictures framed inside a larger frame and it could be the the tall guy's head is blocking a third one we can't see it's just uh, Based on the size of that frame, it looks like there could be another it's, one back it's, there. Right. There, there potentially could be, yeah. Um, okay. I don't know why we're fixated on this now. But no, that's all right. It's, it's acid. Like those. This is what we're are. doing, right? This is yeah. we talk about this type of shit in the background. Yeah, so. I would. I would love to get the uh, conversations. That'll be good on the Facebook to get the conversations about what's. Is going there on. any significance it, to that? Scene, there, to there's that so picture. much background stuff in all these minutes that uh, I'm sure we've missed. Uh, that. It's certainly relevant to somebody, like like you had said, Sam, before. I mean, Edgar Wright's pretty seems pretty intentional with how he's framing every shot, and yeah. uh, you know that that probably wasn't just simple set design. There was probably a reason for that painting. But, but anyway, it could after, just be what's in this frat house? You know? <laughs> well, exactly. So anyway, after Ramona leaves, Scott goes to Neil and screams that she is real. You know, kind of uh, 
validating that it wasn't a dream that he first saw her and that he's been seeing her all along means everything that has happened did happen. Unless this is still a dream. Who knows? Sorry. <laughs> but then he this, then we get this great kind of rapid fire moment of uh, Scott going to all these people in the party to get information. So he first goes to Como asking what he knows about Ramona Flowers and all he knows is that she's American and to better go talk to Sandra and Monique. Yeah. But but Como Como does this weird type thing. Right. You know, with his hand. Like when he first walks up to us like, Whoa, where did you come from? <laughs> um, just, just, I thought it was just funny. I don't know. <laughs> and then Scott approaches uh Sandra and Monique calling them lady dudes. Lady dudes. <laughs> well he walks up to Como and goes, Hey dude. Yeah. And and then yeah. the next person he can talk to is, Hey lady dudes. I I love that. And, and so we... these are the first named characters that we've met that have not had fox boxes. They have no significance to the rest of the movie. Right. We don't see any of them ever again. But Como, we only kind of see later yeah. on. Um, he does appear later. Yeah, he does. In a couple of different places, actually. But he's not, you know, he's mm -hmm. not story driving like like Julie and everybody else is. Well, he's, right. he's um, there to provide a little bit of background that yeah. Scott and everyone else would not otherwise be able to get. But I like sure. how this whole scene does that with the various characters, because this easily could have just been Como telling him all of this. But the fact that it's going to be like, it's a, almost a choose-your-own-adventure. You, you go yeah. to this person, then, you know, it's breadcrumbs, just following it all around to well, get it, the little it, bits it, of information. It does, because it needs to make sense as to the, the final location that he ends up. Correct. Um, and, and how he got there and um, some of that history, I guess. I guess, yeah. Uh, so the background. Lady yeah, because it gives us more background on him as well. But uh, yeah, lady dudes tell him Ramona has a boyfriend back in New York, and and everybody who talks to him, his his reactions kind of like just I'm not really listening. I'm, I'm you're you're telling me it. I'll, I'll go process it later. But just right. give me information just so I can have a bucket of information. I'll go through and sort it out later. He's he's clearly picking out the important details, like mm -hmm. she's American, right? Has a boyfriend. Yep. Doesn't have a boyfriend. And so on. So he, he's he's noting the the points, not the words that are being spoken. In a way, it's not the first time we've heard we've seen this from him. We saw it when they were on the bed after band practice when they're talking about knives the first yeah. time. It's like he hears what he wants. Exactly. Yeah, he, he, he's getting from this what's important to him so that he can you know plan his next attack. So then he talks to some other girl who uh, hears Ramona kicks all kinds of ass. Then a random guy who says she's on another level. Then another girl says she's got men dying at her feet. And then another guy who says she's got some battle scars. Dude. And that gets us to Julie. Who loves Scott like a brother. Not really. But because uh, she's completely annoyed with the fact that uh, he wants to ask her about Ramona Flowers. And really wants why well, she says straight up to you know do nothing. You are not to give her any attention or hit on her. But lots go on in that as he still I learns think, things from her. I think Julie just wants to do anything she can to make Scott miserable. Mm -hmm. Now, did we talk about Did they date? We, have, we, we, like, we tried to figure out what their, what their relationship is because she really hates Scott. She really does hate Scott. But, and I think all I, I mean, I know I've, I've guessed on this and I was pretty wrong in the past. Uh, I think she sees Scott as a loser. As we all like, we so, should. so she sees the truth. Yes, yes, uh, because she, you know, works multiple jobs, and you know, she right 
has a potential boyfriend in quotes. Um, so she thinks she sees herself as better than him, and she just thinks he's such a a loser for not being able to make something of himself. Yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, I like again same thing with the. Uh, you know, she says, "What do you? What about Ramona Flowers?" Like really all annoyed, and his response like, "You know her. Tell me now." You know, finally, you know it's just getting more information for that bucket, but that she gives up kind of the important information that's going to help future scenes is that she had just moved here, got a job at Amazon and comes by her work a lot. So that's uh, probably how she got invited to this party was yeah, that she, that, that she runs into, she, you know, runs into Julie a lot. Um, but then uh, Steven comes in, puts his arm around Julie, you know, again, two people that have been broken up, but seem to still be at least on speaking terms. They are perpetually in each other's orbit. Right. <laughs> but uh, he kind of remarks that, uh, you know, well, didn't you just tell me Ramona broke up with someone and had a huge fight? Which Julie's not happy with that. <laughs> because now, because that's gives Scott, he's like, oh, so she's available. You mean I have a chance? <laughs> and that's it. We, we kind of yeah. get right into the, the end of the scene there with... Uh, where Julie forbids Scott to uh, hit on Ramoni, Ramoni, Ramona. With the gong sound in the background as she does it. Really, I missed that. Okay. Yeah, if you if you when she goes, you know, I forbid you. There's this gong type sound that happens when she does it, kind of like the the Ninja Ninja Revolution or whatever gotcha. it was. It's um, like it, you see her giving that line. Yeah, even yeah, if you haven't had a real girlfriend like in it's, over it's a year. It's dark. It's gloomy almost. Yes. Yeah. To which uh, Steven says, whoa, whoa, whoa. Scott's mourning period is officially over. And that's where the scene ends. A nice, tidy end to the scene as well. And into the minutes for this week, they, uh, like I said, they all ha- they were nicely framed for us this week. As opposed to, well, yeah, I don't no want to say the others have been bad. There was went over the minute line. Yeah, so. it, was, it, was, <laughs> it, it was nice for us. So, so thank you, yeah. Edgar Ray. I know you were planning ahead. Appreciate it. <laughs> so, Wait, so this for ends, the podcast that would come. Yeah. I didn't ask. This ends where where Stephen says Scott's morning period is officially over. That's, yes, yeah, that's yeah. the end of the okay. scene. The next so, the next one is the next minute. Yep, they have the line. The There's that moment that where uh, Julie says, "Scott, I forbid you from hitting on Ramona, even if you haven't had a girlfriend in over a year." And right. <clears throat> toward the end of that line, it cuts to Scott's face, mm-hmm. and just as she says, "You haven't had a real girlfriend in over a year." It's like a, a a a drum thump, like a kick drum or something, yep. and you see the lights pop on, and it like almost the halo behind his head, <laughs> the the Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought those details are some of my favorites as well. Just the the way that we get the the visual and the audible cues in the moment that news oh, yeah. is being presented. It, it's. This has been the, this week has had some brilliant scenes. I mean, this is really what if 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 like I said, we're 15 minutes into this film. If this is what we're going to get the whole way through, there's going to be so much to talk about because was, this was a great um, set of minutes here. So good stuff there. Any other comments on this minute as uh, we wrap up this week? I'm good. You I'm good? good. This was this was a fun fun. Yeah, this is great. Uh, yeah. I know we said about the last week with the five minutes that there was much meatier than the previous. They just keep getting better. So well, there's no credits. <laughs> yeah, lots of credits. So. Um, all right. So um, 
how can they, uh, the, the listeners, Dave, uh, communicate with us and give us their thoughts on the Minutes Up to Date? We're on Facebook at Scott versus Minute. We're on the Twitter at Scott versus Minute, hashtag BattleScarsDude. And the uh, we're on the Gmail at uh, Scott versus Minute at gmail.com. And then I think we have a website, Scott versus Minute.com. Yeah, we're like Scott. That. You search Scott versus Minute, you'll probably find us. <laughs> we're all over the place. Scott versus Minute. Uh, Sam, anything? You can follow <laughs> Brian and I <laughs> as we review. Obscure streaming movies at streamingnonsense.com. Absolutely. And uh, Dave and I, you can find it at podcastturby.com. Also go to moviesbyminutes.com for all your movies by minutes needs. That's going to do it for this week, and we will see you next minute.